0: Offer valid on Select AK systems. sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
2: Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on AE Crime Central. Crave Adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Haya. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity Voice Remote. Always
3: follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money.
0: Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN.
4: You looking for a betting edge on the biggest games this weekend? Vison as you covered become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an intro offer of only 9.99. You get access to the recap by every host and every guest, all the picks, deep dive betting reports, betting guides for the biggest games of the year. Limited time offer at slash subscribe Sign up only 9.99 and become part of the
1: team.
5: Love our weekly conversation with former NFL wide receiver and current Vison host Mike Pritchard. He joins us here to kick off this hour. Good morning, Pritch. How are you?
1: I'm great, fellas. Good morning to you. Hey, Mike. Uh,
5: We were talking about this throughout the show, a lot in this Cowboys 49ers game, right? Uh, Down to three yesterday at at least one shop, now three and a half again, and uh, some fours out there as well. The thought of uh, the Cowboys playing on a short week after a game on Monday night that was in Tampa Bay, now across the country to San Francisco, and their fourth consecutive road game, by the way, we have people chiming in today saying, guys, it's a chartered flight. It's five-star hotels, not that big of a deal. You played four consecutive road games. Is it a big deal?
1: Yeah, it is because just the fact that you're comfortable, uh, you're still flying, uh, you're still traveling, you're still sleeping in a hotel. Um, you know, look, would everybody love to be in their own bed? Absolutely. Um, and, and I think there's some advantages to that. Uh, but to me, the better angle to look at, more so than as the way the team is traveling, is the lack of preparation time because of travel so so think about it the cowboys got back late after that game on a monday night okay tuesday you're trying to mull around and get your body back you got to do some conditioning uh, right and and so the soreness is real too okay yesterday wednesday you're starting your preparation thursday you're going to start preparation and all of a sudden uh you got to make arrangements to travel again uh so that that starts to get difficult whereas The 49ers, they have been preparing uh, for both teams, whether it was Tampa or uh, Dallas. They got the head start because of the other game that they had, right? Uh, So from a preparation standpoint, uh, I I think uh, the advantages lay with the 49ers, obviously. Now, the travel standpoint, I I think adrenaline kicks in during a game, uh, and certainly uh, you probably feel better at the start, but you could wear down. I think the Cowboys could wear down, too, depending on the matchup. Uh, that we see uh, at game time but mm-hmm. no the travel is real the lack of preparation time uh is the angle that i would look at though yeah
4: short week grueling sport the tiki barber quote years ago I'm st- i was still sore mm. on tuesday so absolutely <laughs> i'm with you why do you like the giants
1: well i like the giants for a lot of reasons i mean um they're playing better offensively i, I think they're more prolific uh, to be honest with you they're not just this running football team anymore they uh have discovered a way to throw the football and, and, and get the ball out of Daniel Jones' hands quick. Uh, I also like the comparison with Daniel Jones in a hurt. Jalen Hurts, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts has played one game in a month, uh, and that game was against Chicago, and it wasn't that great uh, when he was playing in that game. And then, okay, he comes back and uh, and plays and seals the deal uh, when you think about what he did against the Giants in the backups. But uh, I think that injury affected Jalen a little bit. He's going to have to go back to the old Jalen, Uh, There's a touchdown advantage for Hurts, obviously, with Daniel Jones. Uh, But look at the comparisons. I mean, uh, when you think about Daniel Jones down the stretch and and what Dable has discovered uh, with this football team, uh, it really is remarkable, uh, the level that Daniel Jones is playing at right now. So I I guess that's my point. The Giants, there's more discovery and there's more improvement throughout the season that we've seen with this football team, whereas I thought the Eagles hit a wall uh, and so they still need to find those improvements or find those matchups if they will, if they can, uh, in this matchup. But I, I like the points with the Giants, though.
5: Okay, because you've been teasing a lot this year in the NFL. I, I thought for sure you were going to come on today and say, give me yeah. that two-team teaser on Saturday <laughs> with the Eagles and the Chiefs. But So you like the Giants to cover, potentially win the game?
1: Well, I like the Giants to cover, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the Eagles are good enough to win. Uh, and they got too many playmakers, I, I think, too. Uh, but I do like the Giants the third time around to keep the game uh, relatively close in in terms of possessions uh, and a chance to get inside that number. You know, the Chiefs are interesting too, because the public is going to be all over uh, Andy Reid and how good he is after a bye. Same thing with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, But Jacksonville's found balance guys. I mean, think about the teams that are one dimensional uh, and, and how they got bounced, right? Whether it was the Vikings, uh, the Chargers, or even Tampa Bay, whereas you got these balanced teams uh, that are very, very interesting. And to be honest with you, the Chiefs have, uh, the Chiefs and the Bengals are the next two teams in that tier of teams that have kind of skewed it higher than that 60-40 balance pass run ratio, uh, because they're both at 62-38. So they have a a knack for being one-dimensional at times, but think about the quarterback, still right? Uh, So that gets interesting. But uh, no, I, I don't know if the Chiefs will cover that number, but i stayed away from uh, that spread, though, right now.
4: Nothing would surprise me in the early game Sunday. You're on the fence with the Bengals-Bills game.
1: What, what do all you right. think happens in that game? Well, I, you know, I, I think Josh Allen needs to get involved in, in the rushing attack for the Bills. They've been reluctant to do that for some reason. I don't know if they're trying to keep him healthy with his elbow and all that, but uh, I was going to look and investigate some uh, rushing yard props for, for Josh Allen. I think it's I've seen 44 and a half Uh uh, right now. So um, if he's involved that way, I think Buffalo gets very, very interesting as an offense because now you have to deal with six eligibles. And we saw Huntley have some success uh, against that Bengals defense. You know, Bengals are going to be compromised with that offensive line uh, as well. The secondary for Buffalo is compromised with injuries. The rotation on the defensive line for Buffalo uh, is uh, compromised with uh, Jordan Phillips, uh, banged up, as well as the Daquan Jones. So that rotation uh, that they've enjoyed all year is kind of compromised right now. So that's why I'm waiting to fight, figure it out. It's, it's three points. I could lay three points with Buffalo right now. Buffalo lost three games with a combined uh, points of eight points, right? By eight points. And that's incredible, guys, for that football team to go all year and only lose three games with a combined total of eight points. So uh, I'm looking at the first half as minus three. And depending on how the game shakes out, uh, I could make a second half uh, wager as well.
5: Follow the money here on V-CIN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, former NFL wide receiver, current v host, Mike Pritchard. Uh, do you think maybe the reason why, along with the shaky elbow potentially for Allen not to be running the ball, as we've talked a, a lot about today on the show, Pritch, is the fact that Allen has been a turnover machine. The yeah. INTs, yeah. but also he puts it on the turf a lot. Yeah.
1: Right, and and that's that's the concern, right? Um, because he has the most giveaways and, and turnovers you think about uh, in this run, including the playoffs. And uh, I, I think once once Josh Allen settles in as a playmaker, uh, that's when he just lights it up throwing a football, too. When you're back there and you're trying to force it and you're trying to throw the football, thread the needle, and guys drop passes, too, I get that. Um, but he's also throwing it up for grabs, trying to make something happen. I would rather see Josh Allen... Try to make something happen with his legs, more so with this, well, more so with his arm, and uh, this type of matchup and this type of game because he's been giving it away. You play okay. pl-
4: I'm sorry, you played nine years in the league, mm-hmm. first round pick. Yes, sir. Foss- Fossil came out and said, "Yes, Maher has the yips now." Did you ever have a situation like this where a kicker just went off the rails? And what what do you? I mean, you saw Dak losing his mind on the sideline. Yeah. Why well, would you? <laughs> What? What? Take us through your nine-year career if this ever happened to you, and what did the Cowboy? How should they treat Maher on Sunday?
1: Oh man. Um. Well, kickers, kickers are head cases, though, Paul. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's the thing. It's like if you've ever been around a kicker. I mean, everybody sees McAfee. I mean, um, that that's real, right? That's not an act. <laughs> I, I think um, you know when it comes to kickers, uh, they're they're much like golfers. Uh, I talked to Brady Cannon about this because obviously. Uh, uh, he's so great with, with handicapping and golf. And uh, I'm like, how do you how do you get past uh, a, a guy like, you know, a George Spieth who has the yips or, or is crazy in the head sometimes right on the course? Well, how does a kicker get through that? I've personally never seen a kicker struggle to that level. I, I've seen kickers struggle. Uh, and, you know, it's Jabu and, and rituals and all that kind of <laughs> stuff with the vodka. I mean, seriously, yeah, obviously, it's being superstitious, everything you can do to kind of get away from that. But more importantly, get your head out of that. Uh, I've seen coaches kind of work with kickers too, by putting them under pressure and you know throwing water at them and, and all kinds of things. Whatever you need to do to kind of get that corrected in their head, because it's not it's not mechanics, right? It's part probably more more inside their head than mechanics. But um, yeah, I, I've never personally um, seen that happen. But I do know of instances uh, in which it's a battle. Uh, because it's in their heads it's between the ears at this point uh with those kickers
4: yeah and and what they did yesterday might have could backfire they signed Viscaino. so yeah. now he like well, he like knows oh boy right doesn't he know that well, I make yeah
1: it. but I, I love the accountability though i mean just because you have the job i mean the, look we're, we, we can't replace you uh if we might have a battle this week why not have a kicker uh battling for his job each and every week i think that yeah. should be uh the case across the league it's
5: probably like a wide receiver who drops like three or four consecutive passes thrown at him. Not that you ever went <laughs> through right. that, but uh, it probably gets in their head at some point. Call your shot it right does. now. Who's playing in the Super Bowl?
1: Oh, well, I have the Bills and the 49ers. I had that uh, in our pro football betting guy. I'm sticking with sticking that. sticking with it. Uh, huh? Nice job. I am. I am. You know, I, that under situation, I know you guys might like the Overt and the Cowboys yeah. and um, uh, the 49ers, but both teams, fellas, both teams held their opponents, the offenses. Uh, to one score in 10 games uh, this year. Uh, And then you have the 49ers, if you include the playoffs, to 11. Uh, And the 49ers have, what, three shutouts? Is it three shutouts or five shutouts uh, in that second half? So um, I'm taking a second and a third look at the defense uh, of matchups here uh, with the Cowboys and the 49ers.
5: I'll be Captain Obvious here, Pritch. It's going to be very difficult for Buffalo to play San Francisco in the Super Bowl when the Bills lose this week into Cincinnati.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, you like Cincinnati. I heard about I, that.
5: I know, but the, by you. I am concerned with the offense. How can you not be? I mean, down three days. offensive off- line? Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. but the, the
1: rotation up front for Buffalo kind of uh, corrects that a little bit. Uh, we'll see how it plays out, though. All
5: right, buddy. Thanks for the time, as always. Good luck this weekend.
1: Always a pleasure, guys. Enjoy the week.
5: Give him a follow on Twitter. He is at Pritchard. Paulie will recap last night's betting action with win some, lose some. Coming up next, the landing spots last night the upsets it's all here on follow the money visa the sports betting network
3: Win Some, Lose Some is presented
0: by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? They can't all be winners, can
2: they? Loser! You're a loser! Holly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in win some, lose some.
4: Big card, good night in the association. Again, Memphis wins on a last-second tip-in. They beat the Cavs. They won 11 in a row. Denver wins again. They beat Minnesota. They bet the over up from 238 to 242 and fell 240. Denver has won 15 in a row at home. Last loss was Dallas by a point. In the win, Joker at 31-11 and 13. Thunder Pacers under 241 down to 238, 126 to 106. Wizards money line plus 180. Won at the Garden. Nebraska money line plus 220. Beat Ohio State. Seton Hall plus 180. Beat Connecticut. DePaul, plus 320. They beat Xavier. Australian Open upsets. Fritz was 1,100. Popperin the dog was 8-1 and upset him. The Americans have done very well in the men's and ladies' draws so far. Uh, Valnets was 8-1. She was victorious. And Grachev was 6-1 as well and beat a top-10 player. Bruins dollar 60 up to $2. They beat the Islanders. 4-1, to and a Laker fan hit a half-court shot for $70,000 last night. Kudos there. Subscribe, be part of the team. VEASAN.com. Watch the show live at VEASAN.com. We hit every demographic here. you want to see these tweets and these videos. Let's start it off with a bang, right? This is Randy McKay, VEASAN fan of the year. A $20,000 Royale with cheese, and it was dealt. Doesn't have to do anything. $5 denomination and that sucker is dealt for 20 large good for him good tweets about this as well about why people are so lazy in Southern California at a in and out burger 40 cars backed up guy says I'm just going in walk-in got his food in two minutes it's like well between that and the app people being lazy I notice it at the coffee shops at uh, the pharmacy Go right
5: in. You don't have to sweat anything and wait in your car. Yeah, Paulie, this is from uh, Seth 20 minutes ago on Twitter. Tested our theory for breakfast this morning at McDonald's. drive through 12 to 14 deep. Walked in, got my food, left car. I would have been behind, still had not ordered.
4: Yep. That's a play. Breakfast uh, really out of control. Sure. Absolutely. Lose some. Lakers plus three. Went off the favorite. Lost at home to Sacramento. Utah Tech Grand Canyon under 137 down to 134 not even close that was 89 to 85 couple lose some videos let's go to boone north carolina you don't see this every day well maybe you're doing boone we got a car chase police car chase in this case tractor chase it's a john deere and the fella never got over 20 miles an hour they fired they cut one of the tires shot at one of the tires didn't work he drove into a dumpster took out two cars not a problem they eventually tased him
5: Look, what do you do I, I don't know what happened i didn't get the background on it bringing them down. I mean, is that f- all he had? The getaway car was a tractor. I don't know why. Why are eight this. cop cars chasing a guy in a tractor? I'm like what? Oh my god! Look at this.
4: There's like yes, it's like six cops trying to bring him. Now he's swerving in and out on the John Deere. Going. It really does remind me of the O.J. chase. But it's like, guys, what are you doing? Pull him over.
5: It's very similar. AJ,
4: uh, What's his name? A.C. Collins yeah. is going like 40 miles an hour.
5: Well, here's the problem, though. If you want to try to run this guy off the road, the <laughs> tractor's going to destroy the cop car. He's got that. you. The edge goes to the tractor every single time. Well, not with the, you blow out one of
4: the tires, no. though. I mean, God. Again, the Coyotes are taking over here in the valley. Watch out. Let's go to Henderson. They're just crossing the road. No problem. Here's five of them in a local community in a neighborhood. Now, this is nuts. Careful, Be careful with the pets.
5: Absolutely. That's another one, too, with these guys. Sure. This is a good reminder that we don't need any more people moving to Las Vegas. Yeah, right. Dangerous here.
4: Yep. Bad beats. Man U for Nigel. Man U to win and to win to nil. 1-0, 91st minute. Crystal Palace right in your eye. 1-1 final. Colorado State plus 5, lost by 6 in overtime to San Diego State. And Las Vegas locally tweeted this out. They then deleted it, but the original tweet was... Someone robbed the Suncoast casino cage, but then the cops pulled somebody over, but it was the wrong guy. If that's true, that would be 11 robberies in the last couple months. This is out of control. And if it's the same, you got to calm down if it's the same group. You got to, guys, you're begging to get caught here. You know, people have the Danny Ocean, Terry Benedict uh, tweets as well with uh, Ocean's 11, right? But this is nuts how this has happened. That it's been at, because remember, we didn't talk about the other day. Two
5: more were hit this week. Right. Two more in, in, in the same night were hit. So at first, when it was around three or four, I'm like, eh, coincidence, probably not the same group. Then we got to five or six, and I'm like, yeah, it's definitely the same group. Now, as it's continuing, I'm back to the thought of maybe now it's just a copycat. And it's not the same group because how how far do you really want to push this? How greedy do you want to get?
4: Well, the other thing is, is it is it it that easy at least how they see it to get away with it? They're eventually going to get caught and someone again loose lips sink ships. Sure. If you got three or four people involved, someone's going to talk. Maybe it's like De Niro and Goodfellas where it's just eh It could be a problem. Just whack everybody. But this is right. It's because you're not supposed to put up any resistance or give them problems. But if you're just showing up with a note, Hey, I may have a gun. Give me them. And then you run out the front door about 11
5: times in a couple months. Well, as long as you brought that up, I'm seeing that yesterday, I believe, there was a Florida man who tried uh, robbing a Publix okay. w- with a stapler. <laughs> so he wrote a note, said, give me all the cash. I got a gun <laughs> got on me. I got a- the, you know, the it. Impo- oh, he said he had a gun. Yeah, he ha- said he had oh, a I gun. He threatened so with he the stapler. didn't walk up okay. and say, give me everything you got with the stapler. a stapler. Okay. So he said he had a gun. The employees were smart. Police got involved. The guy took off, started running. They got the guy. And uh, lo and behold, it was escape alert he tried robbing him with.
4: This, this casino, uh, there's there's casino. security everywhere, though. I mean, once you hit that button uh, about help alert, in. I'm getting held up here. Right?
5: right. Red. It should take five seconds.
4: Yeah. Code red. Code red. You'd think they'd swarm or at least they will be ready for him. I know. Um, My God, it happened to a friend of ours at the South Point. They put a gun in his face behind the sports book, and they were on the guy by the time he got the valet. So. Yeah. Win some, lose some, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. New bettors get up to a $500 free bet, second chance bet. Deposit code SPORTS. Joker going to do this?
5: Is he going to win yeah. his uh, third consecutive MVP? Yeah. The,
4: the, the on-off numbers are so absurd that he's going to 3 Pete and he's so good. I mean, like many people have said, like he goes out. It's like he takes the floor every game. He's like, well, let me try this. Tonight I'm going to have 15 assists, but not going to shoot much. Right. Tonight right. I'm going for 20 rebounds. Right. Tonight I'm going for 40 points, and I'm going to get mine. I mean, it's just dollar 10 favorite oh. now after a 31, 11, and 13. Wow, well, this this it, stinks, quite
5: frankly. I went to bet him. It was like last week because he was eight to one, and I don't, I have like no action on these guys. You saw top eight guys. to one last week. It was whenever it was. A it was couple weeks Two weeks ago, ago whenever. whenever couple, right. Yeah. The timeline. Um. So he was eight to one. I went to go bet it, and he was down to four to one. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to bet four to one. Because it's like, Lucas having an amazing year. Tatum, same thing. Right. And now all of a sudden, he went from 4-1 to one to plus 175 yesterday. Now he's minus 110. How quickly this has changed now at the MVP race in the NBA. I hope he does it. I hope that voters don't say, wow. we can't give it to a guy three times in a row. Yes, you can. What if they're the one seed? Which there's a very realistic and possibility they, of that happening. And they have
4: the best record in the league. Yeah. I think he's going to get it. What's how, going how on? I think the
5: guy's getting better.
4: I know. The numbers are, and it's certainly, it's like last year. They're awesome when he's on the floor. When he's not on the floor, they're a high school team. It's yeah. night and day. Yeah. What's going on with Defensive Player of the Year? There's an update there.
5: Is it still uh, Lopez and Jackson head-to-head? L- Lopez is now like 5-1. to one. What? Yeah. It's all Jackson? Oh, look at this. Jaron Jackson's on minus $2. Oh, no. And don't look now, but Nick Claxton, Claxton. Uh, is down 8-1. to one, and I have oh. nothing on him. Oh, I'm taking a week off of work if Nick Claxton wins the award. You will not find me. Really? Oh, it's going to be an awful day at the Moss household. Oh. Because I got Lopez at five hundred to one, and I've been adding Jaron Jackson the entire time, and I have zilch on Nick Claxton. Nothing. Jesus. But he's been on a tear with the block shots. I don't. The problem is, it, Lo, Lo, Lopez, The the Bucks are not great defensively. Right? They're allowing like they're yeah. they were uh, a month ago, but now that's kind of gone by the wayside. And the Grizzlies are pounding teams. Jackson, though, is only averaging like 25 minutes a game. So, could that, but it, does that matter when he's putting up three and a half blocks? Yeah. And their defensive numbers are like taking over as easily the best in the NBA when he's on the court? Probably won't matter.
4: So, I know Barkley echoed my sentiments uh, earlier in the week that Barkley said the Gobert trade was the worst trade in NBA history. Yeah. What are the Clippers doing? Where's this going to rank? They, this load management and not playing Kawhi and George at the same time—they are in the playing round right now. I know it. They're under five hundred. Yeah. What are you doing? So this—they—they—I mean, Preston knew it too. He had him. It's like, well, if Kawhi, Kawhi doesn't come, you're not getting anything. And it's Kawhi or bust. So we got all these picks, and he got SGA. One of these are both these guys could walk, and all you get to is a not even a conference finals, or excuse me, one, yeah, conference finals. I mean, this is a disaster what's going
5: on with the Clippers. I I would say so. Imagine if this team misses the playoffs. You're you're taking a big chance just by being in the playing round, though. Uh Someone could get hot, one and done, and that's it. You might play the Lakers in the playing round. How big would that game be? Oh, I'd actually like to see that.
4: Right. It's ridiculous. They lost again. They're under
5: 500. run down our in-pocket plays with what we're betting today. Coming up next.
6: To determine the winner of any given college basketball game,
4: someone gives you ten thousand to one on anything. You take it, take it,
5: take it. I bet you twenty bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you three to one odds. No. Nope. Five to one. Nope. Ten to one.
4: You're right. All right. Uh, all these props we discussed earlier in the show. Let's uh, go over them again. And, and I cannot believe this price. It's up at DraftKings. All teams to score in the divisional round. It's a dollar ninety. That blows my mind. All teams have a Touchdown, touchdown. touchdown. Yes. yes, touchdown, absolutely, touchdown. Uh, points in every quarter, plus 165. That cash last week at plus 460. Every team has a passing touchdown in the divisional round. That cash last week at 9-1, to this week it's plus 350. Going with those, I recommend those up at DraftKings. Johnny and the group did a great job getting them up early. And it's an incredible menu uh, like they had last week. I will be adding Joe Bro to throw an interception. No. Uh, as well no. Later, later in the week. Oh, no. Absolutely. Oh, no. I mean, it's, it's a, yeah, I had it last week. I trust that guy in a big game. Okay, so it's a, you know, a, Divisional round road teams, plus 24 and a half. That's for the weekend. That's available at numerous spots as well. That's what I have.
5: Okay, so I have added... The over. I know this is going against Mike Pritchard. He pointed that out earlier that he likes the under. I, I think we're going to get some more points in this game, and I think the number goes up. Cowboys 49ers over 46. Yep. You, you can find a 45 and a half out there. It's 46 at most spots in Las Vegas. We'll go with that number. And I do think 47 is a key number when it comes to totals. I do think it touches 47. There's a go beyond 47. I don't. I don't think so. If it does, it'll probably be. There's going to be some buyback, but I'll go over 46 in that game coming up on sunday what are the rating if that's a great game what are the ratings going to be like all time good yeah between those two the monday night game was all time and uh the pending play that i have as well chiefs to win the afc plus 145 and a two-team teaser on saturday oh boy
4: if this loses Oh, Is God.
5: that why you're not betting it? Yeah, emotional hedge for you. Well,
4: yeah, I'll take
5: I'll tease up Jacksonville and then the Giants. Uh, Eagles minus two not. and a half, and the Eagles minus one and a half on a two-team six-point long teaser.
4: Yep. But then again, you're in this position for a reason. There shouldn't be any excuses if you're Kansas City yep. or Philadelphia Saturday. I was also but, going. But then again, we know what happened last year on Saturday. Tennessee, no bye bye, Green Bay,
5: bye bye. Yep. I was also going to bet the uh, Warriors Celtics game over, hoping it would be around 235. It's it's touching 239.5. These totals in the NBA, we see 240s Crazy, yeah. now almost every single day. Yeah,
4: yeah. Well, like I said yesterday, on uh, I believe it was the Win Horse podcast. Bontemps said it. Tim Bontemps. Yeah. At the time, and they're now number two. Cleveland was number one in defensive efficiency, 109 points per hundred possessions. Years ago, it would have been 19th. But it's also pace and space, it but is, yeah. it's certainly the lack of defense, though, so, too. In Pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials posted afternoon, Eastern, BetRivers.com. You'll love the Maher special. Will he miss an extra point Sunday's plus 250? And you can find these picks, and all the picks mentioned by every host and every guest, vison.com slash picks. The games Sunday are so good. And, you know, same thing could happen Saturday, but on paper. And it comes down to what quarterback plays the best in the early game, yep, uh, because I could see Purdy just be an average, and Dak beats Dallas with some turnovers. And uh, San Francisco has so many weapons, they win the game. But you, you asked me, and I know he had this 14 touchdown, one interception run in his career before the Miami game. Josh Allen's got to do a better job, and th- these turnovers going back to the first meeting against the Jets, you, you got to cut it out, man. Let me and bring this up, to know, you, Paulie. Sure, but that's where I trust Burrow to take care of the ball and not not get his team beat.
5: This is from uh, Follow the Money and Veasan viewer Joe Ryan. He tweeted me last night. He said, "Allow me to present one point that I have not heard a single person say this week." He's asking the question, "How easy is it for the Bills to really replace a person like Brian Dable?" For weeks, we've seen Allen make boneheaded plays mm-hmm. that he that he had not made in the past two years. Dable has. In games with the Giants, shouted his players down for bad plays, and the team has only gotten better. So will the Bills be able to beat the best um and their first real opponent this postseason, and how can Dable get the Giants to get the Eagles to fall into their game plan? He's pointing out that maybe this is not talked about enough. The Bills with Dable as the OC and Allen, they he didn't play like this. And that 14 and one ratio that you talked about was with, with Dable. And now without him,
4: well, I a, can't. I can't blame Dorsey for his turnovers, though. And Dorsey's interviewing for jobs. By all accounts, he knows what he's doing. So that's that's. I think on him. But would Dable now, be able to rein him in? The, the that was a stupid play to John Brown. He's had dumb plays. That I mean, was dumb. In, in, now, I'm talking about the play call and the miscommunication that happens. Yeah, Allen took blame, but it was on John Brown. I have a problem with the play call. It's first down on that drive. You're gashing him on the ground, and you throw that.
5: That that, that didn't make any yeah. sense. I go back to the but, Jets game where he uh, oh, originally terrible. got hurt. That pass to Sauce Gardner. What was that? Yes. He threw. It was like this. He threw it right right to him. How about the first fumble against Miami? Another one. He's running to the sideline. He's not even touched.
4: Out comes the ball. Yeah. What are you doing? And then he. And then the strip sack that led to the touchdown, the scoop and score. Take care of the ball.
5: Yeah. Come and, on, and, man. And and the Bengals, I mean, they have done such a good job in big games and a lot this year with the defense of, you know, containing your really good offenses. Well, that's why I want to see
4: Dorsey stick with the run. I mean, because what what Baltimore was able to do against them. Baltimore had a lot of success running the ball again. Baltimore moved it on him with Huntley. The Bills should move the ball on him Sunday. But again, don't be afraid to mix in Cook and and the other guys that you have,
5: yeah, that's, you have
4: a good rushing. Now you also get McKenzie back, which is big. So you have, and I know Beasley had a couple big plays. So you got Beasley and McKenzie and Davis and
5: Knox and and Diggs. Yeah, but how, spread them out and throw. Let's go. But how many of those weapons are truly good weapons? I mean, Diggs is an elite wide receiver. I like Knox at tight end for sure. What's Gabe Davis? Average, maybe slightly above average. He's slightly above average. Yeah. I would, say I would say
4: he had a disappointing season, but you saw what he did against Kansas City last year in the playoffs it, in the Miami
5: game. It's boomer bust with him now. Yeah. Well, is that on him or is that on Josh Allen then? I don't know.
4: I don't know. I would think there should be big emphasis on getting him involved, though, because what what are they thinking? What's Cincinnati thinking? Let's limit and take away digs, especially deep. What, the, maybe
5: Davis eats. If the Bills' defense cannot get a rush on Burrow,
4: they're right. not
5: winning this game. Yeah. If the offensive line can hold right. up for oh. Joe Burrow, he's going to pick them apart.
4: That's what he did in the Monday night game, until it was called. I don't, it's, I don't know about the Dable uh, tweet though. The Giants are 25th in takeaways, so I don't think the Eagles will turn it over and beat themselves. Then um, I think you get a you hopefully get a big performance out of Philly.
5: A lot of people are, are I think people are overreacting to how they close the year.
4: Well, you didn't have your MVP Canada quarterback.
5: Sure. sure. I mean, right? it's so. not it's Paul, it would not be the same narrative going in right now to this game if Hurts never got hurt and they won, you know, they were on they could have won 15-16 games. I don't know if it would have played Absolutely. out like that because they would have had the one seed wrapped up and maybe the sick guys, but you know what I'm saying. Yep. They were a machine on offense. They would have beat the Saints. They put, They would have beat the Cowboys yes. with Hurts. They, they obliterated the Giants when they played in week fourteen. Hertz was completely healthy. Yes. He was going I, he was the shortest shot on the board to win the MVP before he got hurt. And he deserved to be. Yep. Because every week they were putting up tons of yards and huge numbers, and he was running the football, throwing to A.J. Brown. Devontae Smith was involved. Goddard was hurt. It didn't matter. I mean, running the football, throwing the football, all of it. You name it, the Eagles were great at it. And uh Again, he was ahead of Mahomes to win that, so that was going to be his. And now he gets hurt a little bit, comes back, and that's the big question mark? Yep, yeah, I have two things
4: here. Now, and I, these these games are tough. This is, this is difficult, especially from an ATS standpoint. Who's going to cover? But I think, and I could be wrong, but I think we're overreacting to one game with Dallas and the Giants. The Vikings were frauds. Tampa Bay stunk. I think we're giving Dallas and the Giants way too much credit for what they did in their two playoff wins. And something I said to you off the air. Kansas City's laying eight, eight and a half. You can get you can find four to one on Jacksonville money line. Philly's laying seven and a half. And you're seeing plus two eighty, plus two sixty yeah. on the Giants. Now think about that. Pretty much the same point spread. Right. But look at the difference in the money
5: line on the dog. Sure. Well, that will also tell you, though, that people I mean, how many people have you heard make the case for Jacksonville this week compared to maybe to cover? But not to win. The Giants are going to be the most public dog of yeah. the entire weekend. Yeah,
4: and, and their history, which probably doesn't matter, but for most a lot of people it doesn't matter. But it's 0-7, it's 0-11,
5: uh, all over again, and they're on a six-and-0 run against one seats. It's also going to be, well, it's a divisional opponent, it's tough to beat a team three times. In- no, it really isn't. Uh, that needs to die. That that has to die. That that whole thing has just yeah. been. It's been, you know, proven that it's false. You know, over time, it's not. So. I, I do like that both one seeds are playing on Saturday I like that well they should get all the advantages they earned it that and also yeah. like get them in win the games right you and put your feet up and we're we're we have all of a great Super Bowl and a yep. great championship Sunday rather than staggering I guess is my point playing both yeah. on the same day yeah. I, I love that yeah we can't we can't go wrong if those two teams win in terms of overall you know powerhouses meeting each other to go yeah. to the Super Bowl Fantasy football Hall of Famer Paul Charchian on the show coming up next. He's terrific at breaking down player props. Which numbers jumped off the page to him for the divisional round? We'll ask him that question coming up here on Follow the Money. It's Veasan, the sports betting network.
3: Check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is
0: Follow the Money on VSENG.
4: Everything heat up, heating up this weekend with the divisional round. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, your go-to book, all things football this playoff season. Divisional Round Parlay Insurance. First touchdown playoff insurance as well. The Brett Maher prop is up. They're open for business. Plus 250 to miss an extra point. It's a whole new game at Bet Rivers. Get up there now or download the app. Getting on the action.
5: Player props here with Fantasy Football Hall of Famer Paul Charchin with GuillotineLeagues.com during the regular season and also Fantasy Football Weekly as the podcast. Uh, Charch, good morning. Let's begin with a uh, quarterback prop that you like on Saturday. It's Daniel Jones. Are you looking at him on the ground? Are you looking at him in the air? How do you want to attack him?
6: Yeah, we hit the ground last week, and uh, but we're going to stay away from that here because this is we've got our most broken line of the day with his passing line. Over 224, excuse me, under 224. So Jones, and we'll mention in the the earlier matchup, and he only played in the one game against Philly uh, the rest of their starters week 18, Jones threw for only 169 yards against Philly. So here's what I want you to do. Uh, Philly played 17 games. Guys, how many quarterbacks do you think went over today's line on Daniel Jones, 224 in the 17 games against Philly this year? Oh,
5: boy. The way you're asking this. it's going to be a low number. Two. I'm going to guess three.
6: Two. Two. Wow. Wow. Okay, how about Daniel Jones? How many times did he go over today's number? Two twenty-four and a half. Two. This year. Four.
4: He said two. Four.
6: Four. Wow. Four. So we have a combined. We have that means combined between the Philly keeping quarterbacks under, Jones going uh, uh trying to go over. It's six overs and twenty-nine unders. Combined, I don't know where this 224 line came from, but this thing feels very, very wobbly. And the the inept Viking secondary gave everybody a national view of how good Daniel Jones is. I think that's masking the real Daniel Jones. He's clearly improved, but I don't think he's so improved that we can't go under here. And I also this game plan should orient away from Jones. Philadelphia is a far easier run defense than they are pass defense. Philly finished his Pro Football Focus's fifth best pass defense and number one ranked pass rush. There's a lot of ways this can go wrong for Daniel Jones.
5: Okay, so Ooh. you think you think this should shake out as a uh, Barkley game more than Danny Dimes, obviously.
6: I do. Yeah. Yes, but okay. I like. I, but I, and I didn't love the Barkley lines, but I really liked this Jones under two twenty four and a half.
4: Okay, let's go to the day the the early game Saturday, Jacksonville and Kansas City. What do you think of Lawrence
6: props? Uh, there's two that I like here. I want to start with the over 249 yards. So volume is on our side. Kansas City gets sees the third highest passing play percentage, 62%. They see the third most pass attempts, 37. Volume is critical to hitting hitting your over. Kansas City, as I mentioned, the 37 quarterbacks who attempted 37 pass attempts against Kansas City averaged 270 yards. We need to get to 249, and Lawrence has hit. 37 passing yards in exactly half his games. In those games, he averaged 299 yards. So just on volume alone, I like Lawrence here. He's got some strong individual matchups for receivers, one of whom we may talk about in a minute. And I'll give you one other intangible that I like about Trevor Lawrence going over. Here are the last five weeks, the quarterbacks that Kansas City has faced. Russell Wilson, Davis Mills, Geno Smith, Russell Wilson again, and Jared Stidham. I just I wonder if there's not going to be a little overconfidence here. This is going to be a little. You know, and Trevor Lawrence is not Patrick Mahomes, but you know he is going to be the best quarterback that they have faced. And one other kicker on uh, Trevor Lawrence, by the way, rushing touchdown. Uh, his anytime touchdown is plus four hundred. Kansas City's fifth is bottom five in quarterback rushing attempts seen, quarterback touchdown seen, and quarterback rushing yards. You might want to look at yeah. uh, at the plus four hundred anytime rushing touchdown, Trevor okay. Lawrence.
4: And who's that wide receiver you mentioned?
6: Christian Kirk, thank you for asking. Over 64 and a half yards in this one. So we already know Christian Kirk's the go-to receiver in this offense. He leads every receiving stat category for Jacksonville. He runs two-thirds of his plays from the slot. Now, Kansas City, three weeks ago, decided to move their rookie cornerback Trent McDuffie, into their slot as their primary slot guy. He's only seen 15 career targets from the slot. So he's super green. And in his in his three games as a slot receiver, the most capable slot receiver that that uh, McDuffie faced was Hunter Renfro. He posted 60 yards and a touchdown. And there have been a, a litany of other slot receivers have had big games against Kansas City this year: Jerry Judy, Tyler Boyd, Keenan Allen, Chris Godwin, Greg Dortch, Christian Kirk, Christian Kirk. This same Christian Kirk earlier matchup, 105 yards and two touchdowns. So if you want to bundle Kirk's anytime touchdown of plus 190, by the way, and that over 64.5, that'll give you a same-game parlay of roughly plus 350.
5: All right, very good. Let's follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, Paul Charchian, Fantasy Football Hall of Famer. So again, back to the uh, Giants and Eagles game here. There is a prop that you like on the Eagles side. It's Dallas Goddard. What do you want to do with him?
6: I want to go over... 48 and a half. And I want you to consider the same game parlay with the anytime touchdown as well. Uh, that anytime touchdowns plus 210, which seems Dallas Goddard's really good. And it, that seems like it's a, it's a little out of whack to me. But um, so between Dallas Goddard's midseason injury and then Gardner Minshew showing up and just basically deprioritizing Dallas Goddard, he hasn't done a lot for a while, but that's going to change with Jalen Hurts under center. And in, in Goddard's games with Hurts, he averages five catches for 60 yards. That's you know, a healthy amount over today's line, 48 and a half. Um, in the Giants, in the Giants are a bottom 10 defense against tight ends of both yards and receptions. Um, he's topped the he's in those hurt starts, he's topped the 48 and a half in two-thirds of his Hertz starts as well. And here's the maybe the most important part: the Giants simply didn't play very many good tight ends all year. So I'm going through their box scores, looking at what every tight end did. They only played four tight ends that were anywhere near Dallas Goddard's levels, and here's what they did. Mark Andrews, 106 yards, touchdown. Evan Ingram, 67 yards. Dalton Schultz, two touchdowns. TJ Hawkinson with two blow-up games, 109 yards and two touchdowns, and came back last week with 129 yards. This team just hasn't seen many good tight ends, and when they do, they get beat by him. so... Dallas Goddard over 48 and a half
5: all right very strong mm-hmm. and finally here an anytime touchdown on the Giants side who are you gonna go with
6: yeah I'm going with Richie James I told you earlier that Dan- Daniel Jones worries me so this is my uh, this is the one that I'm I'm concerned about the most out of all of them that I mentioned but I still there's still some nice angles here the Eagles have got two really great outside cornerbacks James Bradbury revenge game for him by the way Darius Slay, nobody wants to go on the sleigh ride guys. These are great outside corners. So instead, James gets the easier matchup in the slot against Avante Maddox. And he's not bad either, but he's just not Bradbury and Slade. Good. Philly, get this, Philly allowed 16 wide receiver touchdowns. Nine of the 16 went to the slot. So if you want to try an angle here, you get Richie James anytime touchdown is plus 350. It's a value play for sure. Again, I don't see a ton of production coming from Daniel Jones in this game. But if you want a nice value play, Richie James would be the angle.
4: All right. Good breakdown. We love talking to you. Uh, Tuesday on the show, in light of the, the the anniversary, by the way, just happened, but we did our top five losses we can't get over that still haunt us. And yeah. being from Minnesota, number one on my list was the 1998 NFC title game. Double-digit yeah, favorites. The Vikings' highest-scoring team in NFL history at the time, 15-1. Lost at home. You were at the game. And also, by then, I had given up on the organization and said <laughs> they could go hurt someone else. I forgot about 9 I mean, the Vikings, I think, turned the ball over five times in New Orleans. Brett Favre lost. Adrian Peterson fumbled in the red
6: zone. But you were at yeah. the 98 game. I was at the 98 game. Keep in mind, Gary Anderson had made, I think, 117 straight kicks, extra points and field goals leading into that. Hadn't missed a field goal all season long he missed the game winning field goal in that game. Um we all kinds of miscues that went against the Vikings. The Vikings in that year, 98 highest scoring offense in the history of the of the league, most yards history of the league. And then we get back to the uh, to NFC Championship game in 2009 with that magical season with Brett Favre, go to the Saints and despite all the turnovers, teams ready to win down the stretch. They got they have a 52-yard field goal to win the whole thing mm-hmm. and 12 men in the huddle. And now they got to back up five yards, and then next play, Brett Favre rolls right, throws across his body, left intercepted. They have game. lost. They have lost six straight NFC title games. They've lost six straight. Imagine what that does to your fan base oh. when you are a game away from the Super Bowl six times, which is this is my this spans my entire adult lifetime, and you don't win any of the six. And what's more, you mostly you get blown out of those games. It's been it has been very trying for this fan base. Combined now that the Vikings are out, by the way, for more futility. Our four major sports here in Minnesota have now gone a combined one hundred and seventeen seasons without a championship. Wow.
5: Uh, that's pretty rough. Oh
6: hundred seventeen seasons. Ouch. Yeah.
5: You can put ninety eight, ninety nine Vikings up against almost any other loss. For any yeah. other fan
6: base, yeah. Honestly, you can't. Right. You're at yeah. the game. The yeah. fans
4: are chanting Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, it's
6: all. I walked out. I walked out, and there were yeah. stacks of you know everybody had their Super Bowl merchandise was outside. Yeah. You know all these vendors and everything had to undo all that. The newspapers, Super Bowl newspapers had to be burned. Yep. Apparently. Oh
5: God. Yep. Yeah. All right, pal. Best of luck this weekend. Thanks, thanks, thanks for the time. Yeah, nice we'll talk to you Next week. Follow Bye. him on Twitter. He's at Paul Charchian. And if you miss any of the show, search, follow the money wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you. Okay. if you dare.